Sentire Media. Ciao a tutti and welcome to Venice Talks, a podcast series about Venice in Italy. My name is Monica Cesarato and I am a Venetian food and travel blogger. I'm going to put my insider knowledge at your disposal to help you discover Venice at 360 degrees. Each week I will be chatting to the people who really matter, the Venetian. So follow me on the discovery of his artisans, writers, fashion designers, artists, glassmakers, bloggers and much, much more. Come to visit Venice the right and sustainable way. You can find me on my blog www.monicacesarato.com and also on all social media. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to Venice Talks. Episode 19. Welcome back to Venice Talks. And today, my special guest is Elian Nagata, the curator of EC, the International Cultural Center, 10 Arts in Venice. Hi, Elian. How are you? Hello, Monica. I'm fine. Thank you. Right. So uh, let's cut to the chase. Let's explain straight away what is EC. Okay. EC was. Um is, uh, first of all, a uh, international cultural association. Mm -hmm. And I'm working with since 80 years now. Okay. um, uh, Last year, uh, Olivier Pierrepoint, who is uh, the owner of the place, left for Brazil. Okay. I took really, I was a a bit uh, sad to see the place Uh, being a bit uh, empty. So Mm -hmm. I tell him, listen, I want to make this place really beautiful again. Okay. I start my first uh, exhibition on the art night. Okay. Since then, I had already three or four exhibitions. Wow. uh, For the glass week, actually. And uh, because at the moment I'm exhibiting a very uh, well-known and famous artist Mm -hmm. called Christy Lee Rogers at the airport, at the Marco Polo airport. Okay. So I will, after we finish this exhibition, uh, exhibit her here again at the EC Venice. So I really have a lot of project to keep going on this place, then it's absolutely in a beautiful uh, place in Santa Croce. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know. Um, yes, you're not, far, you're not far from the train station. You're about five minutes walk. Yes, and we are right at the Campo San Simeon Grande, mm-hmm. who is a wonderful campo and uh, the area is just fabulous. We have a lot of people coming by going to the train station but allowed they just stop by and come in and it's a really pleasant place to exchange and right now I have an exhibition with 12 different artists okay from painter to photographer mm-hmm. and glass sculpture so okay. it's really interesting so what kind of artist do you usually get to exhibit in the center Oh, I have uh, almost contemporary, mm-hmm. but I'm also working with uh, artists uh, already passed away, like uh, Jean Marquis from Magnum. Mm-hmm. So I did uh, for him uh, uh, here in Nice Venice, an exhibition in 2018, I think. 
mm-hmm. or nine, 19, just before the COVID period. Mm-hmm. So, but mostly they are all living contemporary artists. From all over the world, of course. Yes, yes. Okay, so what's the connection with Venice? Why did you want to bring this artist, and Olivier before you, of course, did you, did you both want to bring this artist into, into the city of Venice? Oh, just be- because I love Venice. It's just <laughs> my, it's a, it's a stupid answer, so simple. I just well, it's not stupid this. at all. It's not I, stupid I, at I all. I just love this city since I'm little. I'm actually Swiss. But ah, okay. I came, I came uh, to Venice with, with my parents. I was, I uh, think, uh, the first time three years old. And since then, I'm coming back and forth from Paris. Right. I can't live without this city. For uh-huh. me, just, uh, I love this city so much. And uh, so is uh, generally um, Francophones uh, artists or even from other uh, countries? So not necessarily oh, from yeah. France, right? I have America, I have uh, German, I have French, I have uh, from all over, all over the world. I have also, I'm looking for Italian, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I really try to promote international artists. Okay, and uh, sorry, can you just uh, take away the notification, yes, please? Yes, yes. sorry. <laughs> it's okay, don't worry. Horrible. Okay. Don't worry, don't worry. Um, okay, so um, you say, do you, do you actually live in Venice part-time or do you actually yes. live in Venice? Yes. Oh, you do. So I, I, mean, I live long- part-time in Venice and I live part-time in Paris. And okay. when I'm in Paris, I have uh, Martina, who is a collaborator I'm working with since uh, eight years, mm-hmm. who's uh, in charge of EC Venice uh, here in, you know, part-time because of course. she's a teacher as well. So yeah, she yeah, of course. be here part-time. So how, uh, since uh, you live in Paris, but you also live in Venice, Yes. What's the big differences apart from the basic ones that I know, of course, I know Paris as well. So about the basic ones, of course, that, you know, in Paris, you have cars, yeah, you don't. Paris is so big and Venice is so much smaller. But what other differences do you feel that are really, really deep down between the two cities or the similarities, maybe? Yeah. No, for me, it's absolutely important in Venice. Uh, you still feel the humanity of mm-hmm. people. So uh, it is uh, sometime, of course, when you get uh, a lot of people around and, oh, sorry, yep. I, I can't stop, stop these things going on. I have so many coming. <laughs> <laughs> Messages, uh, don't worry. Anyway, no, it's totally different. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Paris, the people are all running around mm-hmm. and, what is, the, what is more difficult in Venice is then you need time to, to know people and to be known by people. Yes, yes. You know? Because it's a small town. At the same time, there are a lot of people coming and going. So it is perhaps uh, difficult to build something. But once you build and you know some people, um, I actually had a wonderful exhibition at the Museum of uh, Histoire Naturelle. Ah, okay, the National History Museum, yes. And, yes, with the, with the glass artist. Mm-hmm. So once you know 
people then and the people they see then they trust you mm -hmm. uh, is different in Paris the people everything is running and yeah you know it's completely different way to feel things. yeah yeah I, I think it's uh, it, it, it is a peculiarity of Venice yes. that it is a uh, multi-ethnic multicultural as a you know a you know, an international city because exactly. of the amount of uh, exactly. foreign people that come into the city. Exactly. At the same time, it's so provincial. It's so yeah. still small. And you're right. Yeah. And exactly. obviously, I think also, you know, not having the cars, uh, so you, you have to walk everywhere. That uh, slows down a little bit things. Yes. Um, so uh, back to the center, because I'm very interested, because I actually I always pass in front, but I managed to come me? back to come in. And but now, now I got to make an effort. I mean, Olivia tried a few times to say to me, you need to come in, you need to come in. And then yes, I was always busy. And I didn't realize that he, he left. But, you know, with pandemic, so many things happened. Um, so you open, he was opening what year exactly? We are open three days on the week. On no, no, no. When did you actually, when, when did it open? When the, how many years oh. ago? Oh, uh, I start, I really personally take the place from beginning this year, but I ah. had three months of work because I redone everything from the wall to the to the everything. Uh, the, okay, but, be, but, before, but, before that, but before that, but before that, Olivia, how many years was the EEC in Venice? Oh, so many, many years, already 10. Ah, okay, right, okay, okay. So big, he's, he's a big established company, one of the yes, longest associations. Yes. Okay, okay. So you took it over, completely redone the place, but it's not an easy thing to do in Venice because I know you got to follow certain <laughs> no. orders. Three months, uh, three months uh, uh, works. So uh, it wasn't easy, but now it looked really beautiful. How, so big is, how big is the gallery, the, the, the center? is 90 square meters oh it's quite big actually yes yes yeah, it's quite big it's, and quite it's big. really good uh, i mean it's not only a huge a big uh, place i have an entrance a small place and then a, a bigger uh, exhibition place so it's really cozy mm. it's, you know with a place then you can sit down okay books to read if you want or Yes. Oh, that's very interesting. And do you actually do also events uh, as well as the exhibition? Like, uh, yes, I, I have some plan for beginning of next year. Yes. Okay. You, can yes. we talk about it or uh, is this a surprise? Uh, no, um, it's half half. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. You, you, it's naturally from two artists. Okay. Uh, their confirmation. So I can tell you today but okay. it will be I will know it surely uh, before Christmas oh okay that's nice so some some new things coming up do you ask uh, do you collaborate also with other associations in Venice or or, or not uh, not at the moment I'm trying I'm trying mm -hmm. I was uh, I was working with the Alliance Francaise okay yes a few things and uh, of course with Musei Civici Okay, of course. And uh, yes, so slowly but surely, you know, yeah. take place and, and be connected with people. And the mm -hmm. people, as soon as they see the quality 
of mm. the artist they understand you know also because yeah. you're trying to be um, uh, um oh gosh i got a moment of multi uh you, you don't just do you did multi arts so you did different type of arts yes. don't you yes. so it's not just cultures or paintings you do also multimedias and stuff right yes videos oh. and uh, uh, sculpture or uh, painter yes mm-hmm. how do you find your artists Oh, this is a huge work. I, I, I was just, uh, this is a life work, you know, mm. because first of all, for me, is the person, the artist mm. himself that make me uh, do the choice to work with him. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I'm not on the, I don't like pictures because he's nice. Yes. I have to feel something. So mm-hmm. for me, it's capital to work with artists. They have something to uh, share mm-hmm. and something to say. And they are truly sincere. They what they do. Mm-hmm. Not only, you know, start painting because uh, or start photography because it's... Uh, yeah. uh, it's you make easy. money. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's not... It's a social long processes to became an artist mm-hmm. and uh, my job actually what I prefer the most is catching uh, a real uh, gold things you know I feel it I can feel it when one artist is good mm-hmm. and then push him until he's really explodes Oh, so, right, like an emerging artist. So absolutely. just to discover the young, actually, not necessarily the, young. But... The, artists, the artists I'm exhibiting right now, they are all internationally well known, but mm-hmm. I'm working with since 10 years. Okay. So I but... just grow them. You know? Right. My, yeah. So you 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 knew you knew them before they became famous, and you help them go go to absolutely. Like uh, Christy Lee Rogers, we uh, exhibit her the first time in Paris ten years ago, and now uh, she's just uh, a fabulous artist. And we do. I did the Biennale with her, mm-hmm. and uh, she's really doing really well. And also other artists I have here at the moment. So this is uh, my my pleasure. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm not so, doing that because I do this because I really love this job. <laughs> well, I, I think people that work in art that you have to. I mean, it's one of those things that uh, you have to do because it doesn't always pay, does it? <laughs> so I mean, I'm I'm the daughter of a painter, so I know, <laughs> and he's definitely not rich. <laughs> so. Yes. No. Yes. Um, it's complicated it's, today. It's really complicated. I know you have two kind of uh, of uh, people that buy art. There are people that buy art because they think uh, to put money on it. But yeah. the people still there are a lot of people they buy art because they want to have it at home and mm-hmm. see them every day. So this is this kind of people I try to. Uh, invite to my place you know because it's nice to know that he loves what he's buying and of not course only, you know because he's someone uh when no or whenever yeah i mean i tell you i don't think i ever 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 thought about will buy something just as an investment i got to be honest for me 
uh, as I repeat, being the daughter of a painter, for me, it was a question that I have to like what's hanging on my wall. I have to exactly. watch it. And I got, it's got to give me something. I'm more of a, I'm more for photographs rather than paintings because I'm more for classical, but I like photographs. So for me, uh, photo, certain photographs is just, uh, oh, I can say hours and watch it, just sitting there yeah, and, exactly. you know, it's got and to give you an emotion. I mean, I don't, I mean, I understand why people buy for investment, you know, but um, at the same time, I think it's so cool the way the whole idea of doing it for investment. You know, yes, it should, it should be pressure. You know, art is there to make to give you pleasure, or if it's not pleasure, at least a sensation of some sort. Exactly, you know? I'm agree totally. That's why I'm doing this job, and I'm always excited when something, when a new exhibition is opening. You know, because it's, uh, you have to give it to others and make the others understand as well. Mm-hmm. And in Venice, uh, I just walked yesterday, I brought some friend to Chiesa di Frari and oh. I tell them, listen, you know, in Venice, when you're in Venice and you want to learn about art, just go to church. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you any, know, church. You can, any church. Any church. Any and church. then you understand and then you understand the beauty of the city and yeah. the richness and, the, and all this stuff, you know? Yes, absolutely. So, uh, absolutely. I mean, <clears throat> I just was uh, a few weeks ago at the opening of it, uh, you know, where they just restore the monuments for Canova yes, and yeah. the Assumption. And it was like, oh, yeah. my God, you know, it's uh, one of those things. Uh, do you actually collaborate with the Biennale as well when uh, you have the Art Biennale? I, I did it. I did it. But just before before the um, COVID then, period. Yes. Okay. It, it was okay. 2018. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But obviously now that you've go uh, completely restore the center you probably will be doing for the next not next year but maybe the year no, after but, uh, um, you know I restored the center and they will be here of course but example I'm working on exhibition for Brescia because as you know Brescia and Bergamo uh-huh. the capital of the culture next yeah. year of so course. I'm just organizing for for those two two city uh, two exhibition as well so I'm uh, basically curator so not only uh, for venice but mm-hmm. hope italy in general you know <laughs> so. nice also because there is a su- such a big link between Brescia and bergamo with venice anyways in the past yeah so absolutely. at the end is always we're always there it's always the same um so um well, in a way, you're very lucky, though, that uh, the type, there is a certain type of tourist that comes to Venice that is a cultural stu- tourist, is an art tourist that comes to Venice, not just for the classical arts, but of course, because we got so many contemporary me- between the museums and our galleries and centers like yours. But yes. <clears throat> what would you say to the people that are listening, <clears throat> some kind of research they should do before coming to Venice? in your opinion, for the visitor to really enjoy the city? Uh, from, um, you know, uh, of course, uh, have a look on the exhibition for the moment, but mm-hmm. at the same time, uh, not only be impressed by the big exhibition, just mm-hmm. try to see as well some little places 
they offer absolutely wonderful uh, exhibitions, smaller, but also very uh, with a talented artists. So, um, and let you go, just walk and be uh, touched by the beauty. Mm. This be is uh, very important. Be curious. No, no, it's actually the same that I always say to people when they, you know, it's the same idea of saying to people, don't come to Venice just for St. Mark's and Rialto, but go and exactly. visit the Eden Quarters. Don't come to Venice just to go to the Peggy Guggenheim and Doge's Palace, but there are so many other small little museums. And it's the same, exactly what you say. Don't go just to the big exhibitions. Of course, go because they're beautiful, but there are so many little places like yours that are free entry uh, and uh, they have little gems in little areas, you know, in beautiful areas like you are because the area where you are in Santa Croce is actually is a passage place but it's actually yeah. at the same time it's nice and cute it's one of the uh, nicer nicest area I think around the train station so it's yes. very it's yes. very very good yeah. um so how many days a week are you open and what times we are open three days on the week mm -hmm. Thursday Friday and Saturday on the afternoon Mm -hmm. uh, from uh, 3.30 to uh, 7.30. Okay. But we always keep the phone uh, whenever, because I have some people that I know, they, they come uh, other days, Saturday, mm -hmm. Sunday. So we are always available. I leave always my phone number so the people, they can call me and I open the gallery. For them. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, somebody all they got to do is get in touch yes. and then they yes. can come and see you. And uh, do you have a website where we can find yes. you? Um, yes. Actually, we have, I have my person website. Uh, we are now just building one special for EC because oh, good. Uh, we have two, but we want to do only once. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be uh, ready in two weeks, I think. Ah, good. Okay. Then I'll write it. I'll add it when I'll do the episode. <clears throat> I'll ask you. And at the end of the episode, I'll put the name of the website. Okay. So we are, we are, we are on it. Instagram. We are anyway in uh, Facebook. All, and all the social. Uh, yes. on Instagram, you are as? Uh, what, what as an art. Ten arts. Okay, yes. fantastic. Yes, that's brilliant. And so, tenarts.net. This is my website. Okay. So see all the exhibition I did already. Okay, fantastic. So, okay, Elian, um, you said you live in Venice for a little bit. So, um, what uh, two things? that you say to people they should do before coming over and one place they shouldn't miss going to? You mean, I'm sorry, I didn't. Okay, understand. for the people who are coming to Venice. Yes, yes. One place that in your opinion, they should not be missing visiting. Okay, and not one of the obvious ones, ah. of course. Ah, and okay, okay. Two ah, things okay. that people, yes. before they come to Venice, must do. Like, for example, I always tell people, make sure you go on websites and you read about, do a little bit of research, you know. Uh, if you got any suggestions for people in general, because uh, uh, the, the web, this uh, podcast is uh, to try to show people that Venice is not just about the big monuments and about, Absolutely. you know. 
uh, so uh, is trying to explain to people that we got so much to do in the city that they Absolutely. cannot stay for three days. They have yes, to stay at least one week. Okay. So You're I'm right. telling everybody, give them oh. some insights. So everybody has his own little treasure in the city that maybe they want yes. to share. So please feel free. Definitely Scuola Grande. Which one? Uh, which on the San Polo? Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Scuola Grande San Rocco. San Rocco. Oh, okay. Yes. I'm sorry, I missed to tell San Rocco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now because there are four or five. So every other day I've interviewed Scuola Grande San Giovanni, just in case. No, no, no. no. San Rocco. Okay, San Rocco. San Rocco. And now, uh, finally, I'm so happy uh, to they, they renovate the Museum of Fortuny. Oh my God, how beautiful is that? Yes. And oh. finally, because I was so, so sad, it was a period then it was absolutely nothing. I and uh, it was uh, totally, the museum was losing this uh, soul of the of Fortuny. And it's now, true. Actually, I was so happy. Did you go upstairs uh, to the second yes. floor as well? Oh, you managed to. I haven't seen the second floor because I went there a few months ago when they opened it first. Yes. So I just saw the ex the, uh, the normal floor, you know, uh, that was beautiful. I mean, they've done an amazing restoration, but the top floor wasn't finished yet. So I haven't been yet to that yes. part. I need to go back. Oh, yes, I always tell I people. I think really, really... Uh, is something that you must see and this story, everything, all the story, you know, for, with Venice. And, yeah. and also, I am so sad that uh, the Fondazione Vedova is not so well known. I know. I know. Because he's such a great painter. I just love him. And the place is so fabulous. Yeah. Uh, uh, so when the people go to Punta Dogana, I try always to to make the U-turn and show them, you know, this place, this is so important, was the, the salt uh, put in there. Was it yeah, salt? also because he's a Venetian painter, you yes. know, contemporary. Yes, yes. but it's uh, uh, at the moment, so yeah. maybe we'll reopen it uh, next year. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But uh, I totally agree with Palazzo Fortuny. For me, I think uh, Palazzo Fortuny right now and Palazzo Grimani. Grimani, yes. Are oh, um, gosh, the yes. two most beautiful, <laughs> beautiful and yes. underrated yes. museums at the moment in Venice. And I'm trying to push myself. I always say people go to these places because it's beautiful. There's never anybody around. Yes, <laughs> you, you can stay in a room literally for 10-15 minutes totally on your own or maybe with one or two people but it's, they're not busy and uh, they have souls that's what you were saying before you know like Fortuny was losing uh, Mariano Fortuny's souls they have soul they have um, yes. now finally warm we, we, we go back to to the real story and you can feel it 
Yes. The painting and everything, all the collection is. Yeah. So it was so dark before, wasn't it? I mean, I remember oh, yes. before yes, the, the, the before the Aqua Grande. The, oh, I mean, it was beautiful because it was still beautiful because of stuff, but it was so dark. I remember it felt like you're going into a dingy place. And now yes. all, I, I looked at it, I thought, what, what, what did you do? Oh, they said, we only took away the drapes. And that yeah. all of a sudden showed the windows. And I thought, oh my God, it only took that. And it was yeah. an amazing, I know, beautiful, 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 really. And uh, the curator did a really good job as well. Yes. I really like the display yes. and everything. The, okay. The, yes, everything. Yes. Eliane, that was a great, uh, great advice for whoever is listening. Thank you so much. Thank and you. I'm definitely going to come and see you now. I'm going to have to okay, I'm waiting. On, on, the, on the days that you said. And I can't wait for, to hear what a new exhibition you're, you're going to show soon. And uh, well, guys, uh, you need to go absolutely to see the International Cultural Center in Santa Croce because it's a little gem of Venice. Thanks again, Thank Eliane. Thank you. Thanks. Ciao, ciao. 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 Thank you again, Eliane, for the lovely chat. And you can find EC Venice on all social medias as EC Venice. You can find an in Venice itself at Santa Croce 923. And you can find the website as www.tenarts.net. Thank you again for listening. If you want to book a food tour or a cooking experience with me, you can find me on my blog, www.monicacesarato.com or at cookingvenice.com and also on all social medias with the handle at Monica Cesarato and at cookingvenice. Feel free to leave a comment or write to info at monicacesarato.com for more information about the people featured in the podcast or Venice. Bye-bye! Sentire Media Hey, podcast producers and show hosts. Do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Sentiri Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy. And we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy. With us, you can savor the mouth-watering flavors, get lost in the stories from the past, break down the cultural barriers, and truly immerse yourself in the vibrant traditions of this intoxicating country. If you have a great podcast idea or are already in production and would like to join Sentire Media, head over to sentiremedia.com, that's S-E-N-T-I-R-E media.com, and find out how to submit your show.